Hello again, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of the Tiger Baseball Podcast. I am your host, Chris Schulte. It is the first episode of 2023 during the regular season. Um, I am re-recording this because I didn't hit the record button the last time and I went through an entire podcast without recording it, so this should be fun. Um, let's go ahead and um, make a, a few notes here. Um, first podcast of the season is 21 games in because of some technical issues and uh, as well as um, some some family concerns, so um, I do apologize for that. But uh, we are back, so we're going to go ahead and step into it. Let's jump into the injury update real quick. Bo Brisky has right ulnar nerve entrapment. He's had a procedure to handle that. He's on his way to recovery. Matt Manning broke his right pinky toe. Um, he's been throwing on his knees to keep his arm in shape. Um, he's expected to be back by early June. Austin Meadows, sadly, is on the 10-day injured list because of anxiety. Um, we don't know how long that's going to be. We don't know how long that's going to take for him to resolve. Uh, we do hope that that comes out well for him. And of course, for those of you who didn't know, Michael Lorenzen and Tyler Nevin. Michael Lorenzen had a slight groin strain. He's back with the team. He started off the team in or started off the season in Toledo rehabbing that. Tyler Nevin started off the season in Toledo rehabbing from an oblique injury, and he is back as well. So um, the uh, the Tigers are pretty healthy at this point. Now, with all that being said, they're 8-13, and 13, and you know what? This is about, about where I thought they would be. They're a 75-win team. This team has played well against good teams. They've played badly against good teams. They've played badly against mediocre teams. I'm calling Boston a mediocre team this year because that's what they are. Detroit got swept against by Boston in Detroit, and it's because Detroit beat themselves. Uh, Spencer Torkelson had a base running blunder. He didn't have his foot on the bag when when he was clearly safe. The ball came into the guy's to the first baseman's glove, and uh, Spencer Torkelson was called out because he didn't have his foot on the bag. Um, the next inning, he had a throw come to him where he clearly caught the ball before the uh, Boston player was on first, but because he didn't have his foot on the bag, the Boston player was called safe. So Spencer Torkelson. Um, probably had to pay a bit of a hefty fine in kangaroo court for that. Of course, everybody knows about Javi Baez's issues with base running and the things that have gone on, that went on there. Um, that's been well documented. That's been taken care of. And Javi Baez is playing better because of it. This team is playing better because of Javi Baez's benching. If you think about the, if you look at things, they bench Javi Baez on Wednesday, uh, uh, during the Toronto series. So a week ago. Sorry, two weeks ago, Wednesday. So that would be, let's see, tomorrow is the 20, today's the 25th, tomorrow's the 26th. So that would be the 12th. They bench him on the 12th. They, they go on a five-game winning streak, beating New uh, beating San Francisco two out of three and Cleveland two out of three, as well as beating Toronto in the last game of the series. Now, the, the San Francisco series isn't finished yet. That'll finish on the 24th of July because of a rainout. But you hold Cleveland to six runs in three games, you're playing well. This team is playing well. This team is playing bad team or good teams tough. Okay, they had a stinker against Tampa. They had a horrible series against Boston. But they also faced Shane McClanahan and made him throw a lot of pitches. And nobody would have hit Jeffrey Springs the way he was pitching in, in the in the finale of that series. 
I'm a little concerned about the strikeout rate, but Jonathan Scope has got more walks at this point this year than he did last year. Javi Baez has more walks at this point this year than he did last year. So the veterans are buying into the hitting philosophy. The when the when the young players see the veterans buying in, they're going to buy in as well. This is going to be a 75 win team, but they're going to play a lot better. The offense is going to be a lot better come June, July, August than you're seeing right now. So let's keep an eye on this squad because they're going to play teams tough. I honestly feel they're going to win double digits in this 30 game stretch that they've got against that they've played to open the season. They had Tampa that they played tough. They took two out of three in Houston. They took two out of three from Cleveland. They, they got swept by Baltimore and Boston. Okay. They lost two out of three to Toronto, but they took two, two in a row against San Francisco. They've taken a game from Milwaukee. They got two more against Milwaukee. Then they come home to Baltimore. They got Cleveland next week. They don't have to see Scherzer and Verlander when the, when the Mets come to town. They've got St. Louis that they've still got to play. I honestly don't think they catch a break after St. Louis because they've still got to play Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's playing well. Pittsburgh's playing really well. So guess what? No time off. No time off. Kansas City's a tough a tough matchup for them. So no time off. But this team is going to play better. This team is playing better. This team is playing better than they were playing at the, in, in two weeks ago. They're playing a cleaner brand of baseball. Nick Maton and Matt Veerling are, are everything that you could have expected coming back for Gregory Soto. Gregory Soto has seemed to have decided that eating cheesesteaks is more fun than pitching. And Lord only knows where Cody Clemens is. He might be in Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. He may be, who knows. But he's not playing, as far as I know, he's not playing with the with the big club. And Gregory Soto, the last I checked, his ERA was 6.38 coming out of the bullpen. You don't really want that in your eighth, seventh or eighth inning guy. He's certainly not closing out games with that high ERA. In the meantime, Nick Maton has delivered a walk-off homer. He's delivered a game-winning homer uh, yesterday. He's walking a lot. He's playing good defense. Matt Veerling is playing good defense, and he's he's contributing offensively. Look, Spencer Torkelson is working things out still. His He's got a higher line drive rate than he did this time last year. He's not hitting as many ground balls as he did this time last year. He's not striking out as much as he did this time last year. His situational hitting has, has improved. He's already got two homers. This point last year, he hadn't even hit his first homer yet, or he might have just hit his first in Kansas City. But at the end of the day, he's playing better this year than he was last year. He's hitting above 200. He's hitting right around 230. And I expect him to, I expect, look, that's probably where he's going to finish this year. He may, maybe he'll get to 250, 260, but I don't expect the, the, I don't, don't expect him to be a 300 hitter. I don't expect him to be a 40 homer guy. Not, not this early in his career. He still has a lot to learn and he's still got a lot to, 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 to put together, but he's going to do that. And I can clearly see that he's going to do that. This team is a 75 win team. It's going to be better but it's not going to be this year. And there's still things that need to happen to make this team better. But don't expect this team to roll over and fall apart like they did against the Yankees last year. 
don't expect this team to to be a whipping boy for other teams this year. It's not going to happen. This isn't the same team. The vibe is better around this team. The energy is better around this team. I really like this team. I don't think they've got enough offensive talent to 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 hang with to hang and bang with the big boys. I don't have don't think they have enough offensive talent to finish above 500. Because I don't think Miguel Cabrera's going to going to as far as I know, Miguel Cabrera is playing one out of every three, maybe two out of every three games, depending on the situation. Um, I believe he played one game in Baltimore. Um, he played one game in Milwaukee. Um, he might play two out of three in Milwaukee, depending if I think Detroit's got an off day to, uh, Thursday, so he might play two out of three um, in, in Milwaukee. It just depends on on how things go. So with all that being said, I really like the way the Tigers are playing this year. I like where they're going this year. I like what this team is doing. Um, I really, really feel like they beat themselves in a few games, and they could have won those games had they not made significant mental errors. I really think they should have taken two out of three against um, Toronto. It had Trey Wingenter executed pitches better, they would have. So... I do like what's going on. I like the fact that Alex Lang seems to have settled down into this into the closer role. AJ Hinch won't name him the closer until after the season because that's what he does. But I really feel like that's going to be his role moving forward. I think Jose Cisnero is starting to turn things around. I think this team is going to be good. Are they going to be great? No. Are they going to be 500? No. But they're going to take steps this year that they didn't take last year. They're going to be better this year than they were last year. And I think Scott Harris has this team going in the right direction, and I think this team is going to be better next year than a 500 team. I think this team will be contending for a playoff berth next year, and that's saying a lot. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the podcast. I will be back next week. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us, tigersbaseballpodcast at gmail.com. It's the world's longest email address, and I'm proud of that. Um, our Mastodon presence has been killed because the server... Uh, that I was hosting it on hititherecafe is no longer there. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at Podcast Tigers. I don't have much of a Twitter presence anymore because of accessibility issues, but I'll do my best to, to make sure that you know. Um, if you're catching the podcast on Spotify or on um, one of the major podcast platforms, first of all, thank you to Anchor for contributing to the podcast. But don't be afraid to check us out on so with that i'm going to take to, to take off here i will catch up with you guys next week thank you so much for listening and go tight